Radical, episode 172. Welcome to Radical, ladies and gents. I'm your host, Shane Hazel. Good to be with you guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks for giving me a little bit of your time, your uh, your ear. A lot of stuff going on right now. Welcome to everybody who's here. Uh, First and foremost, I I know today we picked up a bunch of people. So uh, first and most, thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you guys for coming in, checking the space out, man. It's uh, it's. I'm going to challenge you. If you're new to this program, I'm going to challenge you. Listen, I was a neocon once, um, and I know what it's like to be challenged. And, and and I trust me, it's not easy. It's it's a very hard lesson that we have to learn. But you know, it's one that I talk about in terms of uh, starting out at five years old, being indoctrinated by the murder cult in their indoctrination camp. So you're not alone. You're in good company. But uh, welcome to anybody and everybody who's out here, the the libertarians, the uh, people who have come in from the uh, left, the right. I don't care what you call yourself, progressive, conservative, Republican, Democrat, people who are disaffecting in record numbers right now from these ridiculous I don't know, parties that are out there. Uh, This episode today, we are going to focus on the Georgia governor's race. Uh, Surprise, surprise, if you've been under a rock and you're just here by coincidence. Yes, I am running for governor here in Georgia as a libertarian. Um, That'll be decided in January at our convention. So if you like it, show up. If you hate it, show up. And uh, I would be remiss if I told you guys not to show up at conventions. Like I would tell you, hey, you show up at libertarian conventions, you can do a lot. You can you can change things. You can make sure that the right people that represent your values from a libertarian perspective get on a ballot. And that's a that's a big deal. I mean, look at the Mises caucus right now, guys. They've changed everything in the libertarian party. They've changed so much in the libertarian party that Members of the LNC have been booted. I mean, we we got rid of our chair this year at the national level, and I'll tell you right now the 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 hijinks and the hijackings and everything else that's happening because the Mises Caucus has been so successful. Don't think people don't notice. Like it's it's amazing. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. We're here to talk about. What's going on in Georgia? We're talking about what's going on with, I guess, my campaign. I guess we're talking about a whole bunch of things. Um, but first and foremost, I always ask you guys at the beginning of shows, um, go out there and leave a review on Apple. Some of you have, and I'd like to, uh, I, you leave a five-star review. I'm going to try to pronounce, um, you know, Shane Hammed. Just Hazel, I don't know, Durka, Durka Lurka. I don't know who you are, man. I have no idea, but I appreciate this. Oh, and listen, for the people who are new, I swear. So warning now, if you got young ears, you got people who don't want to hear uh, some some spicy language. Um, turn it off now because I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to swear uh, most every show. Yeah, a little bit here and there. Anyway, this review says, I searched the terms righteous angry purple bald recon anarcho man and i'll be darned shane popped right up needing that podcast discount on a little blue boner pills not with shane now i get totally hetero hard-ons 100 of the times i get the ding that a new episode drops as the first self-declared mayor of Appalachistan, I fully and hereby announce my 100% backing of Mr. Hazel for czar of self-governance of himself, since my hair cannot commit to a singular popular genre of pop culture, I may join him in the bald revolt. But time will tell. Keep bussing and humping, Shane. Fist bump. Man, uh... <laughs> I, 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 listen, we get into some things that most people won't get into, and I think that's probably why this audience is growing like it has. Uh, thank you guys for leaving um, the reviews. If you want to help me, you can go out to RadicalPod.com. Uh, I'm sorry, Patreon.com slash RadicalPod um, uh, and, and, and throw some change my way. For as little as a dollar, you can help support this show and everything that we're doing in terms of the Helios Initiative. And I believe I have finally named the... Uh, post-traumatic stress mission it is going to be called brave and i will be bringing you the the details of brave as i kind of flesh it out a little bit and uh, i'm super excited about 
all of these things. I mean, we're actually making a difference with Helios. Um, we're going to make a huge difference in uh, the post-traumatic stress community of veterans at first um, and see how it scales. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm tickled to death. I am tickled to death with its audience. And I'm tickled to death that, you know, you guys are into this kind of stuff because I think, you know, there's there's real problems in our world Um that aren't just, you know, kind of first world problems that we need to address and we need to find solutions for. And if it's here on Radical, man, I am happy to be that gateway, that catalyst, that push uh, for you guys. And, you know, we were just talking this weekend and I met with um, some of the the LPMC guys down here and we're doing some stuff and uh, they're like, man, what are you, what are you into next? And it's just like, man, funny you ask. Uh, I got this new post-traumatic stress mission that I've been, you know, working on in the back of my brain. So at any rate, um, we're going to get into today's show. Today's show, like I said, uh, we got some new faces in the uh, new, new old faces that you guys knew were coming. You knew that um, Stacey Abrams was going to be the governor candidate for the Democrats coming into Georgia for the 2022 election. Um, there was rumors that David Perdue was going to jump in. I was like, really? He's going to like David Perdue of all people is going to jump into the Republican race and sure as shit, man. Uh, it looks like David Perdue is in, um, I don't know. It's, it, I don't know if it's his ego. I have some suspicions. Okay. So let's first and foremost, just let's put it out there. All right. Stacey Abrams, first and foremost, she's not for the people. She is a, no kidding, go check the 2019 um, list of guests for the Bilderberg Group in 2019. Like, she is the first one listed in alphabetical order uh, by her last name. Uh, She is a globalist Democrat. She's not for the people. She is absolutely being, you know, puppeted and pushed and held up uh, as the Democrat for the people person. Um, in a time where I don't know, the answer is somehow more government for Stacey Abrams um, in the face of 2020 and the, the lockdowns and the mandates and the interference in the market and a crashing economy. Like, yeah, the answer is m- more government. That's Stacey Abrams. Uh, yeah, she's she's a globalist Democrat. So we know who Stacey is. Now, a lot of people are like, well, Brian Kemp's a Republican. No, Brian Kemp's not really a Republican. If you look at how he uh, runs the executive office, he's more of a blue dog Democrat, a Southern Democrat, if you will. Vernon Jones is also in this race. Um, he's been a lifelong Democrat, and I believe he's an Atlanta. You know, all these flavors of, oh, the, you know, the, the things that you get. And then you've got, you know, um, the the failed Georgia Republican senator, you know, and I'll, I'll say that in air quotes, uh, the failed Georgia Republican senator, David Perdue. Now, David Perdue. Uh, and I obviously have a little history and he didn't show up. Uh, he didn't care to come in. Uh, and, and, and a lot of you guys know this, but maybe some of you guys that are new don't know this. I invited David Perdue on the show after, you know, after I was out of the general election, I said, Hey man, you know, we talked for about an hour. I said, come in, give these guys some red meat. You want to earn 115,000 votes that voted for the libertarian? I'll give you an hour. Let's, you know, come up with some, some sort of, I don't know, proposition for these guys you know they're not just going to vote for you you know a lot of times libertarian votes are just libertarian votes and the people who are defecting from both the dnc and the republican parties are landing squarely with people like myself who absolutely bring people together through peace and liberty and consent and I, I think that's what people want these days, man. I think that's really, I mean, that's the message of pe- people want freedom. They want freedom from bureaucracy, the government overreach. They want freedom from corporations that are pushing uh, the the fascist nonsense, the the you know the the health mandates down our throats. It's it's disgusting. Um, and you're seeing a decentralization effect right now. I mean, empire is falling. I've said it a million times. The republic's over. It's been over for quite some time, but, um, you know, the idea that Republicans are thinking they can fix this mess, that they can bring back America in a post-constitutional republic that is the United States, this is just absolutely pure wishful thinking at, at minimum, maybe 
you know, some sort of deranged psychotic behavior. Like I don't, I'm not counting Americans out. I think America's best Americans best days are ahead of them. If they can get the force and coercion, the monopolized force and coercion of the government through corporations, through health, through the economy, through anything and everything that the banks do out of their way will flourish again. And I, I mean, I am super optimistic about that because look at them. They're flailing. They're absolutely flailing. Um, so we've got all of these people in the Georgia race, mostly for the Republicans. And here's, I'm going to tell you up front. I don't think this is by accident. I think this is a concerted effort to absolutely take the, 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 I, I guess this, the site off of, uh, Stacey Abrams, right? Like I, the, the, the press, the focus, the, they want to sensationalize the Republican race as much as possible for distraction and to dishearten people who really in their hearts, I think are very red, white, and blue. And I, and I don't mean that to be cliche. I mean that to be like, they love their fellow human beings. They love the ideas of liberty. They love the ideas of freedom, but they don't follow the actions and the votes of their representatives close at all they 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 take them at lip service on what they say on news shows or or things of that nature it's it's all lip service from the gop and i think all these people are being sent in i mean you can see pictures of brian kemp and david purdue hugging on each other you've got you know donald trump coming in basically endorsing stacey abrams if you know brian kemp is going to be the pick like the the factions right now, it looks like they are just absolutely trying to give the state to Stacey. Now, some people have said that I'm just here to siphon off, you know, the votes uh, from the Republican Party. I tell you, that's absolutely 100 percent not true. Um, I honestly I believe in the things that I talk about. I believe in peace and I believe in liberty and I believe in consent and free markets. I believe that the centralized banks are our biggest problem. I think fiat currency is a is what is has been and will kill the American economy until Bitcoin comes along and saves it because it's a very, very hard money. It is a very saleable money. It is a very decentralized medium of exchange. It is a communications protocol that gives clear, concise signal to the market that is immutable and it cannot be centralized by government. Now, with all that said, like I, I, like I know I, a lot of people out there are pissed at me. That's okay. Like, listen, I can take the slings and arrows. I can take the, the people who hate me for being effective in this area the way I want to be effective because they don't understand my plan. Here, I'm going to tell you, I have always been upfront with you guys. I've always been transparent with you. My, here's my plan. I'm going to tell you, I, I need 5 to 10% of the population in Georgia or the region. I need 5 to 10% of America to say, no, government. Get fucked. I'm not going to get your shots. I am not going to follow your mask mandates. I'm not going to follow your vaccine manda ma mandates. I'm not going to do any of these things that you're telling me I have to do. I'm not going to run my business in accordance with your standards. You can get fucked. You can stay out there on the curb off my property while I run my business the way I want to run my business. I am all about five to 10% of the people saying, I'm not paying your goddamn property tax anymore to fund these murder cult youth indoctrination camps that work against me and my family and my livelihood and my community. I'm not going to do that anymore. I am not going to give you an income tax anymore. You have absolutely not only not contributed, but you have stolen generational wealth from myself, from my parents, from my grandparents, and from generations to come if we continue to go down this route. You, we are not going to comply anymore. That's what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for power. If for some reason, you know, things change and it looks like I can actually win the, the seat, listen, I don't think they're going to give it to us. Republicans, and I don't know if, if you're out there, 
listen, I'm with you guys. And I think that the elections are rigged. And I will tell you why from a libertarian perspective is because we don't have equal ballot access. It's not that we can't vote. It's that we can't vote for people that we believe in at every level and every office for government. If it's if you're taking taxes from people at minimum, they should be able to have a person on the ballot. If you're 18 years old and you want to put your name on a ballot as a independent or a libertarian in the state of Georgia, no matter what the office is, you can't do it right now. And that's where I get to the fact that Republicans and Democrats really don't give a shit if Republicans and Democrats are in office. I've said for a long time that I think the GOP is controlled opposition. This is, this is where I come from. And I'm telling you straight up, like, listen, I just need five to 10% of the population that says, hey, man, we're with you. The hell with these guys. The hell with the guys that spend trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars that are all for never-ending warfare, that are all for the war on drugs, all for the police state policies, that are all for, um, you know, these youth indoctrination camps that the, the, the murder cult runs. We're, we're not for you guys. We're not with you guys. We're not the same. That's all I need. All I need is 5 to 10% of the people to sit there and say, no, no, we're, we're not going to do that. And you're not going to force us to. You're not going to coerce us you know, to, to send thugs to our homes. We're done. You're the same people that won't call out what's going on in the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. You're, you're running shade and cover for the largest billionaire pedophile ring on the planet. If they were, if I mean, seriously, if these people were serious, the laundry list, the resources, the everything at the disposal of the Fed boys that are out there, the alphabet soup, the CIA, the FBI, the ATF, the IRS, the rest of them, they would be all for rounding these guys up and giving us as much information as they have on the most corrupt, rich pedophiles that have ever walked the planet. But I think they're scared. I think they're scared to death. And here's the thing is, people might not agree with my strategy, and that's okay too. Like I got a lot of, I get a lot of just hate from people who claim to be liber liberty Republicans, right? Shane, you're not doing it our way, so fuck you. Hey, guys, go show me how it's fucking done, man. Because listen, I've tried the GOP process before. As a guy that should have been a poster boy for the GOP, you know, a, a guy who's a, a constitutional expert. Backwards is a Marine combat vet that has gone out and, you know, gotten awards for quote unquote valor and all this other bullshit on a battlefield and special operations. A guy who was a hometown guy that, you know, grew up playing football. I mean, seriously, wife, kids, what, what do they say? Two and a, two and a half kids, family dog, all that kind of stuff. Like no criminal record, nothing. Just, I mean, seriously, guy that's preaching liberty left and right, teaching classes on how the Constitution works. And the, the Republicans, absolutely dirty as hell from the county level to the regional level to the state level to the national level. Just, man, stab you in the back. That's not the kind of place I want to be. That's not the, play, the kind of place I'm going to hang out in. It's not in the place where I'm going to, you know, be able to, I don't know, enact what I want to do. Like, it's not my plan. And I think people misunderstand that all the time from Liberty, Liberty GOP circles. Now, listen, I love the guys over at Yale. I love what they do. It's not, it's not for me specifically. Like I'm not, I think there are, I think we're, here's the thing is my time preference is short. I know in this country right now, we're, you know, just, we're barely avoiding kinetic civil war. And so if we can, decentralize and nullify and localize you know our, our 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 government our forces right like we can get these guys as mayors and sheriffs to leave us the fuck alone through the helios initiative or whatever i think that's where 
we're going, I start to, I, I'm already seeing it across the board right now where people are reaching out and saying, Hey man, help us with this. I am, I am inundated ladies and gentlemen, because of things like the Helios initiative, because it's already been, you know, starting to be adopted here in Cherokee County. Like this is a big damn deal. This is where I see, you know, major, major gains for people who want to go out and actually take action and do work. And I, man, if you want help with this kind of stuff, hit me up. I will help you out with doing exactly those things. Now, to show you that we're having an impact outside of just the the Liberty Republicans coming after me, you know, coming after me saying, oh, fuck the way you're doing stuff, Shane. You're, you're a sore loser for leaving the GOP and you should have stuck around. Like, listen, man, I've, I've evolved way, way, way past where the GOP Liberty guys are. Right. And, and that's okay. Like I'm still supportive. Like, listen, if you're fighting for Liberty, man, I don't care. Like, I don't care. Go do it. Show me how it's done. If you think you can do it through the GOP. Great. Fucking show me. It's not my way. It's not my path. And for you guys to come after me while I'm sitting here saying, great, go do it. If you need a hand in terms of messaging, or if you need a hand in terms of policy, if you need a hand in terms of whatever, like I'm happy to help you, but I'm doing my own fucking thing. Go grow your own audience. Go grow your own following. Go grow your own people. Go grow a movement. Go grow action. Because right now, what I see in this country is both the Republicans and the Democrats failing American people across the board. And it's, it's, it's an argument based in fear. And I'm not about fear, man. I, like, I'm not. I don't, I don't understand it. It's like, I don't know. Once you go down a path of, hey, man, I've, I've been pretty close to death and I've seen it. And I know that there are things that are worse than, than, worse than death. There are, there are, there are absolutely things worse than death that I am more, I'm more afraid of than not winning office or, you know, somebody who, I don't know, is considered bluer than somebody else, right? Like that's slow authoritarian versus fast authoritarianism. No, thank you. I'm not going to support either one at the end of the day. And that's, that's, that's for me and, and not you. My dog is over here making absolute racket. Kenobi, hey, knock it off. Stop. See? She's licking her paws. Go lay down. At any rate, I'm going to do my own thing. And I'm going to press and I'm going to make changes According to see how I how I see fit. If you don't like that, cool, man. Like I said, go do your own damn thing. But I'll tell you what, it is making a difference. And the fact that those guys want to tweet at me and tell me to use my political leverage in different ways, it's a threat to you too, obviously. By your own admission, what I am doing, you seem to see as a threat to what? The GOP? And they're 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 doing so much great, so many great things for the nation right now. It's incredibly. I, I mean, it, it just it rings so hollow to me. So Marjorie Taylor Greene, that's right, Marjorie Taylor Greene, she puts out a series of tweets this morning, listening yours truly in these tweets, and I'm going to read all eight of them to you. Um, I'm talk about them a little bit because at the end of the day, um, I think what she's saying, and if she'll take her own advice, I think there is a lot to be gained here. Not necessarily maybe for the governor's race, but for the guys who actually are looking for power and seats in office. The guys that will sit here and criticize me for, I don't know, Running, running a campaign against some extremely weak Republican uh, governor candidates. So Marjorie starts off. Number one, remember Ross Perot? 
He was a great and relatable. He was great and relatable to a lot of people because he spoke common sense and wasn't part of the political establishment. He got nearly 19 percent of the vote in 1992 in the 1992 presidential election as an independent, pulling Republican votes away, and Bill Clinton won. Well, George Herbert Walker Bush, the CIA frontman. The, uh, the the son of Prescott Bush and the entire nasty Bush central banking, I mean, central intelligence apparatus. Good. You know, if we're looking at less evil, I think Bill was probably, you know, probably less evil um, than, than him. I think Bill probably killed way less people than Herbert Walker Bush ever did. Um, he left office with a surplus. And on top of that, you know, like the guy, he is a complete shitbag in his personal life. I mean, don't listen. I don't think, I don't think Bill is going to escape this life. Um, he probably won't ever get locked up, but he obviously people know he's a goddamn pedophile, right? But she starts off by, I don't know, making a, a comment about a guy that, came in and pulled votes away from the Repu Republican Party. Ah, man, if you just ran good candidates instead of fucking murderers that represent central intelligence and banks, I mean, maybe you wouldn't have this problem of having people pull their votes towards somebody just a little bit better. Number two, George's governor's seat may turn blue for a similar reason with some other factors because our razor thin margins. Your, your margins are only major thin because the libertarians have left the Republican Party because it's a status flaming dumpster pile uh, or dumpster fire of, uh, of, of, of statism, of authoritarianism, of tyranny. Look, when, when guys like me leave, it's because you guys suck, man. You guys suck on our rights. You guys have absolutely abandoned the Constitution. You, When you are in power, all you do is fucking lose. And it looks like you're controlled opposition to the Democrats. So anyway, she said razor thin margins. I'm going to keep going. This is still the second tweet. A libertarian candidate in the race may pull enough votes to hand over our state to Stacey Abrams in 2022. His name is Shane Hazel, and he's running again yeah um here's the thing is i'm not pulling votes from republicans i am simply stating what i'm about and people are coming to me to say listen this guy's a better choice than the dumpster fire that you guys have put forward as the gop you've abandoned all all principle as the gop i mean there are a few people who are good on only a few things in Congress. I mean, I think Marjorie's probably pretty damn good on guns. Outside of that, I don't know what she's good on, man. I really, I don't know. Maybe education. Maybe she, maybe she wants to defund the, the murder cult education system. I mean, that'd be great. But I don't know outside of that in terms of commonality. I don't know what we share. I have no idea. Three. Shane Hazel ran for Congress in 2018 in the Georgia 7th in the Republican primary, polling 28%. This is true. Then ran again for Senate in 2020 as a Libertarian candidate against David Perdue. Hazel's 115,039 votes combined with some unresolved voter fraud issues were just enough to force a runoff. Yeah, and I think that I think these these elections are all rigged, like I said earlier. Okay. And she lists, you know, my 2.3%. 115,000 votes. She doesn't mention that I didn't spend a dime on them. Not a, not a dime. Didn't knock on a single door. It was COVID. Remember, we were we were locked down for a long time. Things were weird in 2020. Weirder than they are now, kind of, sort of, in a different way. But yeah, I didn't spend a dime to get 115,000 votes. Number four, the disaster in the Senate runoff on January 5th gave our Georgia Senate seat to John Ossoff, who has previously lost his bid for Congress by Karen Handel. And in Georgia, that's not saying much. Well, Karen Handel, man, I tell you what, she is awful. You want to talk about a terrible person 
uh, representing the GOP. Like, this is the thing is like, I knew back then when Karen Handel was running, I think it was at the same time when I was running and the special election before that, man, like I knew who she was. She wasn't going to go up there and fight. She went up there and rolled over. And because of it, she got kicked out of office the next time around. She goes on in the same tweet. And there is a whole lot of that story. Um, yeah, there, and there's a whole lot of that story that may play out, play in our own very 2022 Georgia governor race. All right. Yeah. Um, she's, she's not wrong. Fifth tweet. After the November 2020 presidential election between state leaders not taking Georgia rep voters serious about their cries for election fraud and Lynn Wood holding rallies in Georgia telling people not to vote, saying their vote will be stolen. Enough angry R's, Republicans, stayed home. Maybe. Maybe they stayed home because, I mean, let's let's face it, David Perdue? His voting record is trash. The guy was a 20% constitutional supporter in his votes while he was in office. I, I'm not making this up, man. Like, um, you can go to the Freedom Index. It's run guy the, by the guys um, uh, in the John Birch Society. And all they care about, I mean, if, they're, if, if they care about anything, it's the Constitution. And they know it frontward and backwards. Like, they're a constitutionalist. I am not. I'm an anti-federalist. For those of you guys, but I understand the Constitution. I know where it came from and I know the history of it and I know how it works. And I know that it is a great tool for applying restraint on the government if people actually followed it, which they don't. It's a parchment barrier. But anyway, David Perdue, in terms of rights, in terms of Constitution and all that kind of stuff, he had a 20%. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez had a higher constitutional voting record than David Perdue. That's why I don't don't support David Perdue. The guy's terrible. Number six, I'm hoping the Republican establishment in my state has learned its lesson. Pay attention to your voters because they matter more than your donors, lobbyists, lawyers, political consultants, paychecks. People over politicians, always. And I think she's right there. I think she's absolutely right. You better pay attention to your voters. And the Republicans have not. The Republicans have taken their voters for granted for a long, long time. How do they how do they frame it? They say, we're not them. Fear, 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 fear. If the Democrats come into power, you're going to get spied on all the time. Well, that's what the Republicans gave us. Remember, the Republicans gave us the Patriot Act and the NDAA. And that was from the Tea Party. If Democrats get into office, they're going to spend tons and tons and tons of money. Bush started TARP. And don't get me wrong. I know I know in eight years that Obama ran up the, the deficit and the debt more than anybody in history. But then in four years, Trump and the Republicans outperformed Barack Obama in eight years. So be scared of the Democrats. If the Democrats were elected, they're going to take away your gun rights. Well, shit, man. I don't mean Barack Obama didn't take away guns. Donald Trump, on the other hand, helped the ATF change definition and said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not really down with due process. I'm down with red flag laws, which strip gun owners of their guns. He changed the definition of a, I don't know, of a bump stock being able to shoot runs, uh, shoot rounds fast, basically. Like, get the fuck out of here. That's the thing is Republicans made all kinds of excuses about this kind of shit. And it's like, we're not buying your fucking excuses anymore. We're done. Fuck you and fuck your excuses. You're for gun control. You're for domestic spying. You are for never-ending war. You are for absolute ridiculous amounts of spending. The Republicans have failed and failed and failed and failed and failed. Is DeSantis a better governor than most every governor in in the country? Um, Yeah. 
and it's because he's removed more government from the people's lives. There's a correlation here, right? Like Brian Kemp, while maybe he, quote unquote, is better than some of the other governors in America, the guy still chose to follow the edicts of the national federal government and lock the state down, causing over a million jobs and livelihoods to be crushed in Georgia. He's a tyrant. He's an absolute tyrant. The the bureaucracy that has invaded the jobs, the businesses in the state of Georgia is still there. I can't go into a business for the most part and not see masks on the employees. I am so sick and tired of seeing masks on employees in, in, in my local towns, man. Like, I want to see people's faces. I want to see their smiles. I want to see their, I, 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 I want to see their expressions. I want to see people. I want to communicate with people. I want to be, I, I'm tired of this, this bureaucratic nightmare that we're living in. And people like Brian Kemp were the guys behind it. No, we're not going to support Brian Kemp. He's awful. Purdue is awful. Jones is awful. Candace Taylor, I don't know you. You're not as awful as any of them. If anybody should win the Republican side, it should be Candace Taylor. I'm going to tell you right, right now. She's not them. She at least talks about you know the billionaire pedophile ring. This is not an endorsement of Candace Taylor, but I'm telling you right now, as Republicans, you should tell these mainstream guys, get fucked. See you later. We're not, we're not with you. You're part of the club. We're not in it. And we're not with you. Now, Marjorie moves on to number seven out of eight. And she says, and the Georgia Republican state parties sharp elbows to outsiders create third-party candidates that can cost our state everything. You better learn to listen to the libertarians and independents more and find a way to be friends. Otherwise, number eight, the single-digit vote percentage for the libertarian governor's candidate, Shane Hazel, combined with too many unsafe absentee ballots, and still angry Republican voters not voting will be deciding factors that give Stacey Abrams what she doesn't deserve. It's a game of inches. We are making a difference. When you have one of the, I don't know, the most contentious congresswoman in the United States, one who can't, say anything without it being politicized come out in an eight tweet thread talking and telling the GOP you better get your fucking shit together you better start listening to the libertarians and independents she's right she is right seven ways from Sunday man she is right that you guys are going to cost the people in your state. Because I'm going to keep pushing. I am going to keep pushing the message of liberty. And for those of you guys who don't understand, I am not here to play in your fucking system. I am here to destroy your system. Your system is, is built on force and coercion. And I'm not fucking down with that. You think you can take people's property because they don't pay property tax to a murder cult indoctrination camp? You think that you can take people's property because they don't want to pay for the police that abuse peaceful people, their rights, the peace, the liberty, the consentful actions of peaceful people while harboring and, and providing shade for billionaire pedophile rigs? Get fucking out of here. No goddamn way. This message resounds with people because 
I am just the common man that's decided to fucking stand up and say, enough is enough. Here's the line in the sand. If I have five, 10% of people, this is a done deal. Your system is over. Your system of rigged voting in this area is over. You don't get to force people to give you money for your morality, for your pet projects, for your nonsense. Good ideas don't require force. I'm going to say it again for the new listeners who are coming in from both the left and the right. Good ideas don't require force. If you are forcing your morality on other people, you're fucking wrong. That message, the message that you should be medically free to make your own damn decisions, that is not the message of Brian Kemp. That is not the message of Jones. Because had it been, we would have heard him this past year. Go back to March of 2020 when I started talking about this. Go back to March of 2020 on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, anywhere you can find it. I have a absolutely, I don't know, heated record of saying no. No to the lockdowns, no to the mask, no to the mandates, no to the vaccinations. Get the fuck out of our lives. If people want the vaccine, great, go take a vaccine. If people want to wear a mask, great, go wear a mask. But the force and coercion, the shutting people down, the, the calling people in, in this country, not essential. You think people are going to forget about that going into the 2022 election? No. Purdue is trying to capitalize on Jones is a fucking grifter trying to capitalize on it. <sighs> Kemp, man, he's just this dumb old fucking hillbilly. And I know, and I'm going to take that back. Kemp is just fucking stupid. I know a lot of hillbillies that are smart as fuck. That I love. And those are the guys that he disparaged this last year. He's the guy, he shut down their, their, their businesses, their livelihoods, shit that they had poured their lives into, their blood, their sweat, stayed away from their family for, just to eke out a living so they didn't have to work for somebody else. You think they're talking about freedom? You have the right to be free? No one, including the government, has a claim on you, your life, or your property. You think they're saying that? You think they're saying you have a right to consent? You have a right to say no to anyone and give no reason at all. This is all on my website, RadicalPod.com, under the Governor tab. You have the right of association. You can choose. You have a right to associate with only those who you choose to associate with. That's it. Conscience, do you have a right to your conscience? Yeah, you have a right to your beliefs. You have a right to protect them by all means necessary. Do you think any of those guys believe that you should own, I don't know, a Browning 50 caliber machine gun? I do. I don't give a fuck if you own one. I don't care if you own a McMillan minigun. I don't give a damn if you own an F-16. The market figures a lot of that kind of stuff out anyway. Trust me. Not anybody is just going to pull up and, and operate a Browning 50 cal because they don't understand the headspace and timing. They don't understand the mechanics of it. And they probably don't have the money to even put one into effect. And if they have the money, they probably got the good sense not to do something dumb and retarded like that. Now, speech, you have the right to speak your conscience regardless of the feelings of others. You don't have a right not to be offended. Get the fuck out of here. And that's the, I mean, and that's the thing is anybody that's like, oh, he's a Democrat plant. Get, are you serious? Have you done even a minute of listening? You have the right of self-preservation. This is the first right because you're born natural. You have the right to preserve your life, liberty, and property by all means. Privacy. You have a right to privacy in all matters. Technology is going to figure this out sooner than later anyway. Blockchain is going to figure this out because the demand in the market for privacy in your communications, in videos, in text, email, electronic, everything. The market's going to answer this. And guess who can't fucking stop it? Not even the technocrats can stop this shit because the other guys who are coming up 
and Gen 3 net, you're going to blow the doors off of these guys for a good reason. Business. You have the right to run your business on your terms without interference from the government. Yes, you do. You shouldn't even have to tell the government you're a business. Just go out there, provide the, the market with a service or a good. You're a business. And that's the thing is like, Shane's like, well, man, the business isn't a right. Listen, anything that, that existed before the invention of government, that's a right. It's naturally occurring. People traded person to person, man. That's business, right? Like, hey, man, you got some seashells? Cool, man. I got some fish. Let's trade. It happened all the time. You have a right to your rights. It means anybody approaches your rights, man, I'll tell you what, they're defensible. You have a right to defend your rights. You have a right to your person, to your body. You own you. And this is where the, oh God, I can't stand the whole abortion thing. Like it is a long, nuanced conversation. People inside of people, man, you made a contract when you made that person. I'm going to tell you right now, you made a contract when you made that person inside of you, period. And you're obligated to that. Do I think the government should be in charge of any of that shit? I don't. Because the government has been in charge of it. And they've killed 70 fucking million babies because they've been in charge of it. If the murder cult knows how to do one thing, it's murder. And defenseless, peaceful among us. Why do you think babies are probably, I don't know, kind of at the top of the... Oh, man, I hate to use the word heap, but 70, 70 million have been murdered. You have a right to your health. You have a right to your health privacy. You have a right to try anything. You have a right to say no. This is true. You have, these are your rights. For me, this is the first priority of the executive. The rights of the people and making sure that people are empowered to their rights. I dare say, I challenge Abrams, I challenge Kemp, I challenge Purdue, I challenge Jones, I even challenge Candace Taylor. I challenge you guys. Make these statements. You won't have a problem with me running. Make these bold statements about people's rights and people's liberty. You won't fucking do it. Because you're beholden to special interests. You're beholden to the system. You are beholden to the centralized banks. You're beholden to your, your goddamn parties. You're beholden to the corporations that hold you up, that you write their regulations and then they and protect them. You are. On the issues, very quickly, since we're already at 50 minutes, I challenge you guys to be where I'm at on the issues. These are the thing. This is why I'm running. Because I actually believe that people should be left alone. Peaceful people should not have to answer questions to a state centralized authority ever. Health mandates by the state and federal government will be nullified if I'm governor. Furthermore, the health industry will be completely privatized to include charities. Yeah, they won't talk about how they've cut out charities and crushed charity hospitals out there um, with the state. Education. All state and federal mandates will be nullified, ending the government indoctrination camps in Georgia, period. Education is a private matter because here's the thing is, if you don't want to pay taxes, man, I'll tell you right now. Property taxes, I have, I homeschool my kids because I absolutely will not send them to a government indoctrination camp. And I encourage you, do whatever you can to get your kids out of them now. The fact that Republicans are pushing to open schools back up, to have kids indoctrinated, and to see the flip-flopping already out of the new governor-elect in Virginia tells you everything that you need to know about who the Republicans are and what they're about. Crime. All state and federal nonviolent crimes will be nullified. Like, listen, in Georgia, if you're a sheriff, if you're a mayor, if you're part of the state executive 
arm of force. We're not going after people who are not involved in nonviolent crime. We'll go after the murderers, the rapists, the thieves, the pedos. We will go after the people that vandalize. We will go after the people that trespass. We will go after the real criminal element of society. And I dare say that that's a lot of the people who are involved in government, central banking, and industry now. I'm going to pardon if I'm going to pardon all nonviolent offenders. Day one, violent offenders will be dealt with with extreme prejudice. Are they going to say that? Abrams, she's not going to say that. Kemp, he's not going to say that. Jones is definitely not going to say it. Purdue, not going to know. I'm going to null property tax. You know, you don't owe the state a damn thing. They have no claim to your property ever, period. This is why it's so important for sheriffs and mayors and and people like that who want to get paid by their community, that they better start picking the right side in their community. And now let me hint, hint, nudge, nudge. It's the people. It's the average man, woman, and child that's peaceful in your community. And guess what? If you only go after nonviolent criminals, it may, or I should say, if you only go after violent criminals, it's going to make your community safer. It's going to make your community trust you. And guess what? We can run you guys as private police forces, as private sheriff's offices. That is such a better thing than what we have now. Let's talk about criminal justice reform real quick. You think... That these guys will end qualified immunity? I will. Done. In civil asset forfeiture? Done. In the drug war? Done. In nonviolent crime? Done. In cash bail? Done. In no-knock raids? Done. Implement community review boards for bad officers? Done. Taxes? You know what we say in the Libertarian Party, taxation is theft. It absolutely is. People will pay for the goods and services they consent to. I will nullify the income tax as well as as many other taxes as I possibly can. Consent in all matters. Every matter. Force and coercion do not work. Over time, they corrupt. And then over time, as they gather power, they corrupt absolutely. The economy. You will... Your family, your business is essential. You know who's not essential? It's a goddamn government. The current government is not. I will nullify as many regulations as I can so that you may apply your resources where you need them most. You have the right to work. You do. Voting. There's an old saying that if if it made a difference, it would be illegal. Georgia elections have always been rigged. For Democrats and Republicans, everyone will have ballot access and ranked choice paper ballots will be implemented or we will reject the illegitimate government. I don't, here, here's the thing is I'm drawing a line in the sand. I don't trust your machines. I don't trust any of it. I don't trust voting in general. You guys think that democracy is a good thing, but th- that's the thing with this government murder cult indoctrination system. You've been told that, you know, democracy is good. Democracy is gang rape. It's some people telling, coercing, and forcing other people into their way of life. Nonviolent people. Peaceful people. Like I said, this shit stops. We're done going after peaceful people. Peaceful people armed to the teeth. Because these are the types of people that will come after you to try to fleece you for your life, liberty, and property. Currency. If I'm elected to the governor, we're done using fiat. We're done. The market's going to determine the currency. I guarantee it's going to be Bitcoin. We're not going to, we're not going to centralize power. We're not going to hold or you know uh, hoard gold. We're not going to do any of those things. If anybody understands Austrian economics and they understand where the pitfalls in history have been, 
It is because of centralized banking. It is because governments have hoarded piles of gold. It's because they have inflated currency. Because they've made currency unstable. It's true. It's I mean, it, throughout history. And the Keynesians will sit there and tell you, you know, that it was, you know, the gold standard was a problem. Well, getting off the gold standard would have fixed it then. It has not. We are moving off of fiat. We will probably move to Bitcoin. Um, I have done extensive amounts of research. I have amazing people uh, educating me and uh, have done a lot of time, a lot of study, and a lot of effort into the subject. And I'll tell you right now, hopefully, what we're talking about at that point is not so much the state of Georgia. What we're talking about is your local areas and getting people paid and removing the threat of force and coercion from even local people that would tax you, take your money, your life, liberty, and property. Nobody in the race for governor of Georgia is going to do anything like this. Not even close. They want to nibble around the edges. They want to implement, implement globalism. They want to you know the failed republic work. It's not going to happen. It is time to think about the future. It is time to do what is best for people here locally. It is time to move in a new, very, very free direction. These people are going to the past. They have no idea what it takes to make a society work. When it's so simple. Marjorie Taylor Greene kind of hit on it. It's people. It's freeing people. It's moving the bureaucracy, the bureaucrats, the force and coordination out of their lives so that they can pursue their passions so that they can pursue their talents so that they can pursue trade, that they can pursue livelihoods and those passions and in their skill sets so that over time they can master those things. They can master their passions. They can master their skill sets and become geniuses in them. Look around. Throughout history, we know how society changes. It is when free people with a decentralized, saleable, sound, hard currency are left to do exactly what humans will do. They will move. They will trade. They will barter. They will do business. They will sell. They will absolutely do all of these things naturally, peacefully for the overwhelming majority with each other, without government. And if it's not as plain as day to see what we need no more of in this world is government, centralized banking and fascist type companies telling you and threatening you and your livelihood and your family and your communities with economic war. This is the difference in this race in Georgia. This is the difference between anybody and everybody who is put their name in the ring right now and me. I'm sorry, I'm not sorry if this is going to destroy the system. I'm not. I am looking at the new system already. And if you're so inclined, I'd love to have you on board. I'd love to make you a regular listener. I'd love to put you into action in your local areas with your sheriffs and your mayors at decentralizing, nullifying, and localizing your government. It's super easy to see. It's super easy to show people. Help people open their minds. This is going to take time. A little bit anyway. But I think people are primed to understand that these people have their own interests at heart, and that's it.
That's going to conclude today's show. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, I will catch you guys here later in the week. Until then, I love you. I need you. Peace. Um, don't hurt people and don't take their stuff.